If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey guys, it is, it is, it is, it's happening, it's happening. with Snooki and Joey. Put up on me, Bookie. Bookie, happy Halloween, bitches. Happy Halloween. Oh my God, how exciting. This is the first time Halloween's been on a weekend in many moons. I feel like it's always on a Sunday, isn't it? No, it's October 31st. So happy Halloween. Welcome to It's Happening with Snoopy and Joey. Halloween is a Sunday, and we hope you guys are celebrating and dressing up as Snoopy and Joey. Yes. Now, I, part of my voice is hoarse. Um, I've had a brush with death this week that I'll get into a little bit later in the show. Yeah, you sound weird. Well, this is this. My throat's not even the worst part. I have I have a major. Something's majorly wrong with me. So I have to go to the hospital. Oh, dramatic. I don't know if we'll see what happens with that. I um, guess welcome to the show. Everyone grab a um, grab a Kiki cocktail, grab a pumpkin. Because it's so just- I just got back from Giovanna and Lorenzo's Halloween parade at school. Uh, and they look so cute. Giovanna dressed up as Cruella and Angelo is or Angelo Lorenzo is Jeff Hardy, a wrestler. He, who came in his face? He looks so cute. I did it. Where'd you get that makeup from? I got it from Amazon. They're crayons. So they're face paint crayons, which is easier than paint because paint's a nightmare. Um, and I feel like it did a good job. I did a fabulous job. I think that's going to be my next calling is I'm going to be a face painter for kids. Get it with powder? No, bitch. I'm gonna rub off. Just drew it on at six in the morning. I was like, bye. Lunch. Rub off by lunch. I mean, Sissy looked very cute in her little wig. Yeah, Sissy's Cruella. So she's wearing, you know, the black and white wig. Then she has this really cute Cruella dress. And um, I'm going to be Cruella with her on Sunday. So we're going to go trick-or-treating at Janice's, my mother-in-law's. And Gianni's going to be like a wrestler wearing a belt. And then Angela's going to be a puppy. Is, red, is, is it going to be like a red, Why doesn't he just wear like the Speedo and um, like face paint and the belt? Who? Gianni around the neighborhood. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Goodbye. Um, oh, so you're not changing the kids' costumes for, for trick-or-treating. This is their tried and true this year. No, bitch. Yeah. I mean, it, you pick one costume and, that, and that's it. Because costumes are expensive. They yeah. could be like from $30 to $80. I'm not doing that. So yeah. what are your plans for Halloween? You know what? I don't know. I What's going to happen? I mean, I did I did dress up like Gypsy Rose twice. Um, once for our live and I did it again um, for the other podcast. And I think I'm all Gypsy Rosed out. Like, I mean, no one even knew who I was. Uh, but I don't think I don't know what I'm going to do this weekend because I'm not supposed to be drinking. I don't think because if my medical condition is correct, I should be not drinking ever again. What? Ha- just say it. What happened? I think I have uh, my. I think my pancreas is broken. Oh my god! Pancreatitis. It's from alcoholism. Uh, Why do you think you have that? Because I have a little, a little like um, it's not a cramp. It's not a. It's not painful at all. It's just like a little something like a little i feel a little cramp or a little tightness in my stomach i googled the area that i feel it in and that's where your pancreas is so i'm assuming and i read what pancreas means and it seems alcoholics get it and i drink so i therefore have pancreatitis and or pancreatic cancer god forbid well did you go to the doctor no i've been self-medicating okay i've been self-medicating at home um i'm just trying to lay low and get uh i'm putting on my diet for the past uh, three days, four days. You're a mess. I lost three pounds a day, but it, I'm, not, I'm trying not to drink. So I don't know, but like, I'm like, I wish I just knew. So if it's not that I could just go out and binge drink like normal. Um, but maybe I just lay low. I don't really know what to do. I mean, there are things going on. I, I believe that Opal invited me to the drag race Halloween party tonight. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah. So they like all perform and stuff like that, but like, I can't go there and not drink. So it's like, I don't know what's going to happen there. And then Saturday, Lear's friend um, that lives in a fancy house downtown is having an adult Halloween party. And they invited me, but I think they just invited me so I can do all their makeup. I think it was a trick. Stop. 
So, um, and I was gonna be, I was gonna be um, a COVID Karen for that Halloween party. Wouldn't that be funny? How do you dress up as a COVID Karen? Oh, you should just wear leggings and like an oversized t-shirt or like a, or like a mock turtleneck, like fleece, um, a big, like trashy coach purse, a keychain, a huge, huge keychain and a cell phone, sunglasses, like, like tacky, like Michael Kors sunglasses and that Johnny State hairdo. And then I just go around filming everyone um, screaming. It's a mandate, not a law. And I have a medical condition and I can't wear a mask. And start fighting with oh people my about God. COVID things. So I mean, I could wear that, but then I have to be performing the whole time. But the outfit would be very cozy. Do you know what I mean? But there are, there are going to be like straight boys there, like hot straight boys. So I don't want to like wear something embarrassing. I, yeah, I would try and look a little hot. Yeah. So maybe I'll just like wear maybe like be like um an army guy or like a football player, like I always do. Well, that's fun. It's happening. You know, the law, the lines in New York City have been around the block for Halloween stores because a lot of people haven't been dressing up because of the pandemic Marie and Chris. Um, and also it's falling on a weekend. So everyone's going out. Like normally if it's on a Wednesday, no one does anything. They have work the next day, but everyone's fucking going balls to the wall because Saturday night's like the big party night and Sunday's actually Halloween, um, which is like the perfect time to do it. If, maybe if Saturday was actually Halloween would be the bigger night, but no, yeah, I wish it was Saturday because then the school, the kids don't have to worry about school the next day. And we could just like party and eat our candy all night. Right. With Saturday's but... party nights in the city. So everyone, there's, there's a store called Abracadabra, which is like, I've been going to the store for fucking 20 years. It's a costume store that I've been going to like, like mid year, but they're open year round. To get your drag stuff. No, I just got like, yeah, and it's just like fun costumes and things like for characters and stuff. I would go there. And I, now there's a line around the corner, like, like, like I, everyone thought it was like for a Madonna concert or a Beyonce concert. It was literally just getting that store. Um, I, I, at that point, I would just like to start making stuff from home. Like I made my entire Gypsy Rose costume that I went to your house with um, from the Walmart. So don't have to be creative, everyone. Don't have to go get a box costume. Be creative and you can make things quicker and cheaper yourself. And they're going to be being better and more original. If you just put a little bit of elbow grease in and do it yourself. And you can get most things on Amazon and at, um, at Walmart or Joanne's Fabrics or Michael's or uh, any of those fine retailers. Well, that's why I always do original Snooki because it's literally so easy to do. All you have to do is wear leopard and slippers, throw the poof in and wear sunglasses and you're good to go. Everyone's going to know exactly who you are. So if you don't have a costume and you need something last minute, go as original Snooks. It's so easy. Yeah, it's, now you've been seeing a lot on your um, on your social marine media um, regarding, uh, you know, everyone's reposting your pictures. Um, yeah. So I feel like every single year, everybody tags me in their Halloween stuff. There's always like it's it's either a pair. It's either me and Polly together. It's uh, me and Jenny or it's the meatballs, me and Dina. So everyone is texting me their Halloween costumes. It's basically just like a bunch of like college kids. But everyone is showing up. And not only do you have to dress like me, but you have to act like me. So you have to like drink, be, be the life of the party. So I really hope that everybody goes all out when they dress like me. Well, Jenny and JWoww, got, I think they did such a nice job on their costumes, JWoww and Zach and the kids. Yeah. So Jenny goes all out for Halloween with like photo shoots and, um, you know, just going crazy with their costumes and pairing and everything. So Jenny just posted today her outfit. And I was so excited to see what it looked like. She is Shit's Creek. My and gross. I feel like I feel like Grayson killed it. <laughs> so cute. The kid, the Grayson dressed up like David. Um, Milana dressed up like Alexis, and Zach dressed up like um, um the father. And um, just everyone's remembering the father. Father. I still have my sex dreams about him. Um, but yeah, so mm. cute. So yeah, um, tag us in your pictures for um use hashtag. It's happening on Halloween, um, and we tag your favorite things. Um, I had um, speaking of spooky things. Um, I'm a murderer. You guys, Joey, I'm actually really upset at you. Like when you sent me that picture, I was like, "Why? You are a murderer. Now escape. you're not going to be able to cross in the gates of heaven because you killed someone." Wait, so when I get to heaven, if you're bringing a murderer and you're on the other side, I'll be able to like come through the by the gate, but I won't be allowed in. You're going to be on the other side. You're not going to let me in. No, I'm going to be like, you killed him. Hi. 
Okay, so what happened was I was recording um, a podcast in my house um, coming out soon. Um, and then my producer, Blair, who actually works on this podcast, looks also Blair. startled. And then he like, and we had a break and he goes, Joey, I have to tell you something. Don't freak out. I was like, what? He goes, you have a visitor. I was like, mommy, ma. <laughs> it was not. It was Chuckles. Chuckles is, uh, was a little mouse that crawled out from under my refrigerator and was kicking in the kitchen. Literally walking around. He's so cute, you guys. Literally so an adorable cute. little mousy. Yeah, it was a tiny mousy, and it was walking around like like not no, like not even bothered, just like like browsing around the kitchen, walking around saying, "Hey." Well, like you lived there. He was looking like for cheese. He, he didn't give a fuck. He just walk around saying, "Hey, bitch," and she was cute. And I was like, "Okay, so I'm not that worried." But then, like, I I got panicked. I was like, "Oh my god, bring me some traps," because I, I I'm afraid like when I'm sleeping, that he's gonna jump on my face, and I'm gonna be spooked and scared. So I I put these traps out. And, and I put little pieces of cheese in them and I put them all around the house. Around, and so then I was like this. And then I'm in bed. I go to bed that night. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, you know what? This is a bad idea. I feel horrible. I can, I, this is a baby poor mouse. He's so cute. I'm going to name him Chuckles. And when I see him, I'll say hi. When he sees me, I'll say hi. He's harmless. He's not going to bite me. Nothing bad's going to happen. So I was like, let me go take these traps away. And eventually, if he likes me, he'll stay. If he doesn't like me, he'll leave. Yeah, he could be your pet. Yeah. So I was like, and he was so cute. He literally looked like a little hamster. So I was like, okay. Let me go take the traps away. And I'm, I felt really bad. I was like, oh, thank God. So I'm picking the traps up. As I, I throw them away. I go, I go, oh, one more. I look over one more. And there was Chuckles with his, his neck snapped off in the trap. You're terrible. I felt was there blood. There was no blood. And it was just, and his, it was so sick. He, he, he was like, right, I think the cheese was still in his mouth and they, it just snaps their neck. So it's very quick. But it's like, I felt horrible because I was actually going to say, you know what? I, I, I was tossing and turning all night. Like, I should take these away. I should take these away. I'm, I'm, this is so mean. I shouldn't be doing this. I should try to catch him and let him go. And, you know, I was all about the animals. And I felt horrible. So I was like, okay, let me do this. And then he was fucking dead. So I was like, oh. And I, horrible. Was Wait, so what did you do with the corpse? What did you do with the body? I just, I have it here. It's in my bed with me. I'm kidding. In your bed? Oh, I threw him out. But it's like, I... I felt really, really hard. You should have buried him at least. You're a terrible I, murderer. I didn't even make jokes about it because I was like really upset. I was crying about it. Actually, I'm a very emotional person. Um, I remember when Krabby, Krabby and Marija, I was inconsolable for weeks. Um, so this one, like I didn't even, I wasn't even post it and like make fun about it and like say, oh my God, Mousy and like do a whole thing about it. But it was, I was really upset no, about it. No, because you killed it. Because I knew better. And I, I, I was like, I was too worried about me being scared and not this poor little Mousy being scared. Yeah, educate yourself. Do better, Joey. I know, so I feel horrible. So, but I do have the traps back out because I want to see if a friend comes over. Now I'm gonna kill him. Oh my god! You're gonna gonna kill his friend too. You're gonna be a serial killer. Well, I just want to see if there was just one mousy or if there's a a gaggle of them. If there's a gaggle of gays coming in here, I don't know if I'm I'm not allowed to have pets in the building. So it's like I'm not. I'm not trying to have a whole um, kit and caboodle, a little whole litter of Kiki, uh, Kiki mousies around the house. They'll take over. Maybe your new neighbor purposely planted the mouse stop because you guys are competing over your doormats i know did i tell everyone how she upstaged me no you guys you have to see the picture share on your story today so then everyone can go to your story and see but you guys remember joey got a new roommate or a new um a new neighbor in his building and she was nice she was saying hi but then she was trying to upstage him with her doormat and her wreath. So my, I have a doormat that a fan sent me. It says, could I come in? It's a burlap, really nice one. And then I have a nice wreath that I got at Target. It's very like, it's very chic and like hipster and cute. It's like a wire, a gold wire ring. And it has like, um, like leaves and vein, like vines going up the one side of it. It's really chic and cute. So she moves in and she's very sweet. We've been, we've been meeting, we see each other in the hallway all the time. And we've been meaning to Calm down. eat up and Kiki and Leah and Aaron um, are fucking having no part of it. They're like, fuck her. They're like, they're afraid that I'm going to like be friends with her and never talk to them again. I mean, same. Yeah. But you guys so, are fighting now. We're not fighting. No. So um, every time she's been saying, oh, we have to have wine. We have to have wine. I was like, yes. Oh, my God. And she works in the entertainment business as well. Um, so. I was like, um, yeah, we just have to, have to hang out and kiki. But now that I have my pancreas is broken, I don't know if I should be, you know, drinking with strangers. Um, anyway, so I went, I got, and I, so all of a sudden she comes home one day, I come home one day, and to my dismay, there was, she put a wreath of doormat out 10 times. Her, her wreath is beautiful, huge, colorful, and full, and makes mine look like, like, the, like the fucking Christmas tree from a Charlie Trucker factory 
What's it called? What's it called? Chuckles or Snoopy? What is it? That's the, the, the Christmas tree, the shitty Christmas tree from Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. So my wreath looks like a little Charlie Brown wreath and hers is like beautiful and full like the, like the like Times Square. Beautiful thing. And then she has this beautiful thing that says a new brand new rug that says, I'm so happy you're here. And just looks so much cleaner and nicer and brighter and prettier than mine. So it's like, this bitch is trying to upstage me. So I was like, I'm getting fucking haystacks, um, um, fucking mums and pumpkins and all such sure, but I never got around to it. And yeah, so make sure you just share the picture on your story because when Joey said it to me, I literally, I cackled. I was like, I know, I was she's like, trying to upstage you, bitch. She totally just really thought I had something going there. I do know that um, there's some drama with the Hadiths. Oh yeah, we'll get to And later. they just broke up. Yeah, they broke up. I have the whole the whole tea on that and a full transcript. Um, yes. You know what I thought would be funny? What? How, how, often, <laughs> how often do you use <laughs> How often do you use Google? Like every day? Like ten times a day? Google? Yeah, at least once a day. Okay, so I want to pull up our Google histories and read the, the last 10 things we Googled and talk about them. How funny is that? Okay. <laughs> Wait, how do you know what you Googled? Just go to Google. You just press to search it in and all the other ones show up. So oh, when I, when I go typing? Yeah, like go to try to type it and it'll say like all the things with a little, um, a little magnifying glass. You see them? The last thing Are I- Did you do yours? Um, yeah. we'll, do, we'll go one for one. Last thing I Googled was spooky soundboard. What was your last one? Last thing I Googled was a nine-foot couch. <laughs> Where are you getting a nine-foot couch for? I just wanted to see how big a nine-foot couch was. <laughs> um, and then I have Subway Pill Pill. Uh, some, oh. man, some man punched a girl. Some like man who's with his kids on the train. And he was wiling out and screaming on the train. And he walked in. Some girl was like, oh, my God, calm down. Take a chill pill. Because he was like wiling out, screaming at everyone. And he goes, what the hell did you say to me? What'd you say to me? And she's going to say it again, say it again. She goes, take a chill pill. And he punched her dead in the face. I cannot. I, I mean, I've been there, girl. Okay. Next guy said a small, small espresso machine. Now you go. Now you go. Spooky skeleton song. <laughs> jade plant leaves falling off. My jade plant's wiling out. And I found out I wasn't watering it enough. Mine is plug in Christmas suds. Um, I think next thing is. My my uh, real estate company. I was looking for something, and um, then there's nothing's even funny today. Yeah, I don't have anything funny. It's more just like research. How much your nine foot couches? Oh, like a thousand dollars. Well, um, um, yeah. So maybe we should do this every every show, but I'll make sure that I go- I Google like interesting stuff. True that because this is all uh, boring. Okay, yeah. so did your kids have their their school pictures taken yet? Of course, it's ended. Oh, yes, no. last week or two weeks ago. Okay, so the drummer, drummer, um, with Life Touch Studios. Is that who does yours? That's who did mine. No, I think it's someone similar, but yeah. Okay, Life Touch Studios. That's who used to do mine. The parents are in an uproar all across the country because this year, for the first time, when they bought to, to order their pictures, and there was a new option this year, different packages for photo retouching packages. So they can do this. They can do like blemish for six ninety nine. They can do blemishes and like skin evening out, and then they can do everything from teeth whitening to for twelve dollars, do teeth whitening and um, like you know slimming down and doing all this other stuff. And parents are in an uproar about this because they say they're saying teaching the children um, not to be not to be to be like you know that they're not perfect enough and whatever. And me as a parent, not as a parent, well I, you know I killed my kid. But um, if Chuckles was getting her his um, school pictures taken, of course I would say fucking retouch it because I don't want to have pictures hanging all over my house with a stupid smile or with a fucking wonky eye or like a a zit or a fat face. Yeah. I would do it 100%. So those moms are just trying to be like a Demi Lovato, like say a statement to like try and make a change, you know, over stupid shit. And every parent wants I, to their kid. Well, I can't. I, I personally love the um the touch-ups because Giovanna's hair is so freaking wild, wild. When, when when it's time for her to get her pictures that last year they didn't have a touch-up option. So like her hair was frizzy and literally everywhere. The touch-up option would actually take all the frizzes away and her hair wouldn't be crazy. It's not like there's, you know, they're putting makeup on them exactly. or like, you know, it's not like Facetune or the face app. It just like makes sure like for my daughter that, that her hair isn't wild and crazy. So I love the touch up. 
Well, because also the kids go to moms are dramatic. Yeah, because the kids go to you get them all nice and perfect. You bring them to the school. You drop them off. Okay, honey, have a good day at school. Make good for the pictures. Look cute for the pictures, and then they're in school wiling the fuck out, going playing at recess, doing uh, eating lunch and doing shit, and they they can have a fucking uh, you know chocolate stain on their cheek and. And not know it, like you know, and their hair's gonna get messed up. They 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 while out when you're not with you. So of course you're gonna look like a fucking wreck by the time they sit down for the picture. I mean, a lot of it's cute, like it's like you know, if they like have like a, a funny face or something. But you know, for simple things like fucking a wild hair hanging on your face or a jelly stain on your shirt or whatever it is, it's like it's. I think if I had that back then, I would have you know, I would have ordered more pictures. The same. So moms come the fuck down. It's not like we're trying to change our kids looks or their faces because they're beautiful. It's just touching up the craziness of their hair and just making it look more professional. But if so my fucking kid, relax. If Chuckles did have a double chin in the picture, though, I would definitely have him smooth that out. You know, thin that out a little bit. Thanks, girl. Um, but I wouldn't tell Chuckles about it. I just be like, oh, my God, girl, you look great. It's happening. What are you doing on Saturday, November 6th? Oh, I'll be in Florida. Oh. Well, I will be hosting oh, my second annual Kiki Cuisine Friendsgiving extravaganza episode. Ooh, ooh so exciting. I'm looped live. We did such a good job the last time. Um, everyone came to my first time back my pasta class. Now we are doing Friendsgiving appetizers and drinks. It's going to be so much fun and so cute and cozy. We're making a few, a, a gaggle of different appetizers. I'm making my uh, patented fall Thanksgiving knock your dick in the dirt sangria and Chris. And yeah. um, it's going to be really, really cute. I'm cozy and everyone should come. If you don't get a ticket, check to loopslive.com and sign up for Kiki Cuisine. Tickets are sold from $10 all the way to $100, depending on how much of an experience you want to have. Uh, but the $10 ticket's a general admission ticket you get, and you get full access to the show. And a lot of people don't know, if you can't make the show that day, it's online. You can, it's, I'll have it on demand for the full week after the show. So you can always watch it another, you know, watch it on Sunday or watch it, you know, anytime, any other time that week. So you won't miss it, but you have to buy a ticket um, in order to watch it on demand. So get yes, it. It's, like, it's literally my favorite cooking show. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Mama. Um, and I'm really, really excited. So please buy a ticket. It's my livelihood. This is all I have. And um, you're going to like what you see. The appetite can be so easy. It's so your livelihood. And so cute and kiki. And um, yeah, come get us. Have, have a, a good old fashioned Friendsgiving with me. And now, you're going to Florida, correct? Wait, you guys. I am famous. Uh, wait, I, I, that's what, wait uh, don't do it yet. I have an applause for it. I am famous. Wait, I made okay. it. And I think this is like the third time. Yes. And now the nominee is Nicole Snoozy Paluzzi. Congratulations. Snoopy. Were you playing a sound? <laughs> you didn't hear it? No. It was the audience cheersing. Should I introduce oh. it? Nicole Snoozy Paluzzi has been nominated for an E! People's Choice Award for Best Reality Star of the Year, and her program um, got nominated for Best Reality Show of the Year, and um, I couldn't be prouder. Congratulations, Mama. To Dana and Chris, thank you. So I'm up against Erica Mena from Love & Hip Hop, Joe Amabil, Amabil, Bachelor in Par- Paradise, I don't watch that, um, Candy, Burras <laughs> from Housewives of Atlanta. Of course, your Kardashians, Chloe Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, who wins every fucking year. So I probably won't win. We have Lisa Renna from Beverly Hills. Love her. And then my co-star and friend, Michael, the situation. So I literally said, if me or Mike take it, we're both winning because it's from the same family, the same program. Um, and then also... Jersey Shore Family Vacation is up for binge worthy show of 2021. So we are oh no, not binge worthy show. Um, sorry, reality show of 2021. So below deck, Bachelor in Paradise, 90 Day Fiance, um, keeping up with the Kardashians, which isn't even on anymore. Yeah. Um, here. But yeah, make sure you guys go to People's Choice or votepca.com. You can literally vote 25 times. Um a day and vote for a reality show of 2021 Jersey Shore and then vote for MoMA for yes. reality star of the year. That's a big deal, Nicole. You should be very, very proud of yourself. 
There's there's a million. You know, I am pissed world. though because I didn't realize that they had um, favorite pop culture podcast, and I wish I knew that was a category because then we we could have we could have had all the crusaders do you know the hashtag to nominate us. So right. I had no idea that was even a thing. So now we now we need to be aware because a lot of award shows are doing podcast awards. Um, so we need to get our fucking asses in there. Yeah, we need to start getting nominations. And then I'm yeah, like, what are, is happening? We are a riveting and very informational podcast. True that. Um, I'm offended. But yeah, I'm excited for you. This is what a big what a big deal. And the Kardashians don't even belong there anymore because they don't even work here. It just sucks because every single year they get the reality award and it just doesn't leave room for all of us little people. <laughs> so hopefully one year they can just like not put the Kardashians in. Because we already know they're like the number one reality stars, but let other people win, please. Thank you. Okay. Um, so now we're speaking about celebrity gossip. That was a great interlude because you're a celebrity. Um, I have some sad news and I'd like to share with the group. Is everyone sitting down? Oh my God. Um, Jojo Marie Siwar and her, her lesbian girlfriend broke up. <gasps> no. Was, How do you know? She's all over the news. She was going around, flaunting that thing, her thing with her 18-year-old girlfriend. Um, and yeah, I guess, I don't know why they split up. Do you have any, do you have any ideas why they split up? Well, maybe because she's um, so busy with Dancing with the Stars and maybe her girlfriend got jealous because she's doing all these sexy moves with her partner. Um, a source tells it's happening.com. The news is that the 18-year-old influencer and girlfriend Kylie Prue split weeks ago after less than a year together. JoJo revealed she was dating the most amazing, wonderful, perfect, most beautiful girlfriend in the world in February 2021. Yeah, she was so obsessed with her. That's a month after coming out. After being my best friend for over a year, January 8th, 2021, I'll get to start calling exceptional human my girlfriend. Blah, blah, blah. Um, we were just long distance and we had to say goodbye today. I'm so sad. I guess she's a long distance. She's over in um, wherever she is. Other girls, wherever she is. I mean, did you really think they were going to end up together for life? Like, no one gets dates at 18 and stays together, except for my parents. Well, I mean, the fact that, you know, they did that she was in love, I feel like I don't even know if she was in love, but the fact that she made her so happy and she realizes, um, you know, that she found her true self and she likes to date girls. I mean, I'm happy for JoJo. You know what? I am too. Now she knows she likes nerves and, um, She's got to get out there and taste the clam, if you know what I mean. Get it, girl. So, sorry about JoJo, but you'll find another um, lesbian state. Um, yes, you're gorgeous. All the house, all the um, the moms around town are up in arms because um, Facebook. The mothers. The mothers and um, all the all the all the boomers are upset because fa um, Facebook announced they're going to change your name. Oh my god, I saw that. What is this about? going to be called Meta now, M-E-T-A. I heard that's like a secret society. It is. Well, it is, my darling. No, but explain. So Facebook has all different um, things under their umbrella. Do you know what I mean? Like they have Instagram. They have WhatsApp. Um, Facebook yeah. announced Thursday. His companies connect. His companies connect. Even that it's the new name will be Meta. We are a company that builds technology to connect, Zuckerberg said. Together, we can finally put people at the center of our technology. Together, we can unlock a massively bigger creator economy. To reflect who we are and what we hope to build, he added. He said the Facebook name doesn't fully encompass everything that encompasses that everything the company does now. And it's still closely linked to one product. But over time, we'll be seeing less, we'll be seeing it as a metaverse company. So basically, Facebook was like the original one. And then so the company was called Facebook. So Facebook owns this, Facebook owns that, Facebook owns that. So now it's going to be called Meta owns that. So they're not changing. Facebook will still be called Facebook, but the company Facebook that owns all the things, that owns all the other companies will be called Meta.org. So you can I don't like it. It sounds it sounds like a cult. Yeah. Like did Meta. you see Karen's post on Meta? Like, no, I'm not feeling it. Well, no, I think Facebook's still going to be called Facebook. Like the app, oh. website's still going to be called Facebook, but the company that owns Facebook is going to be called Meta. Oh. You dig? Oh, then who, oh, then who gives a fuck? Yeah, everyone's... But all who gives a fuck, bro? Originally, when it broke, everyone thought they were going to change the name and everyone's, like, freaking out about it. But, like, really... Oh, no, yeah, that's what I thought. Well, now that you know. 
Britney Marie Spears. Everyone's saying, Britney, you better get a prenup. You better get a prenup. You get a prenup to Sam. And Sam like replied back with a funny comment, like, oh, yeah. Oh, don't you worry. We're definitely getting a prenup. I don't want Britney coming after my Jeep and my $17 in my bank account. Like joking about him that she can't take his fortune. Um, but yeah, he apparently went broke after he had to buy that ring for her. But, you know, that's what she oh, mom was for. But also, Jamie, he, um, what's his name? Her Rosengard, Jeffrey, Matthew Rosengard, her lawyer is drafting it up. And there's been talks that the father was also involved with writing up the prenup and having it. He had a say in the prenup as well. It's not even his marriage. I don't know. He's still involved a little bit. Um, now, do you, if you got remarried, would you have a prenup? Um, yes, always. Do you have a prenup now? Yes. You do? Yes, bitch. Does it say that I get the money if you guys break up? I just feel like no matter like how much you're in love with someone, like Absolutely. knowing you're going to die with them, you always have to protect your shit because God forbid some shit happens that you have no idea that would happen and then you're not protected. And look at Kelly Clarkson. She has to pay her husband like $300 million and she hates him. So it is a nightmare. Yeah. Yep. Especially so when, you especially bitches, when before you get married, if you guys are established and you're business women or even whatever, always yeah. get a prenup. So you can always protect yourself regard, you know, regardless of, you know, oh, I'm so in love with him. He's like my, my dream boat. Okay. But maybe down your the road, business. it's just going to fly off and you have no idea what happens. Yeah. And especially, it's, I think it's smart because you're a businesswoman and you've been a businesswoman. So a, a business, it's, a, it's a business move. It's not nothing. I don't love the guy any less. It's like a smart thing to do. So Brett, get that prenup, babe. Yes, girl. Write me into it. Stubby, now, do you have a living will? I don't. I need to get a will. Are you going to put me in it? Can I have a little something? I don't want money, but can I have like um, one of your houses? I'll leave you Angelo. Okay, yeah, squishy. Yeah. He'll be 38 by the time you die. So, my baby. Um, I have some prediction news, Snoopy. Okay, predictions about what? About uh, Kiki Kardashian. Is that her name? Kimberly Kardashian. So Kimberly. Kimberly. Um, so you notice that she has been wearing Balenciaga, Marie, and Chris exclusively for the past okay. six months. Like when she when she teased her SNL thing, when she was going everywhere she's going, she's wearing Balenciaga head to toe. And that's the only design she's been wearing. You know? Okay. Now everyone's saying that, you know, I can't the, I mean, the designer's paying her obviously to do this. I don't think designer can pay her enough to do that. Don't, I don't think anyone has enough money in the world to pay her to wear an outfit ever for a month straight for exclusivity, just to wear the outfit. Do you know what I mean? Like it costs like a million dollars to have to wear an outfit or something like that. Um, yeah. For a company to do. So there's no way that they could be paying her every time to wear this exclusively head to toe. She doesn't like that outfit that much with all her Hispanics outfits. I have one of, I have two predictions. One prediction I think is that she's either collaborating with the brand like she just did with Fendi or, but I think, but I think the real one I think is, I think that Kanye West is going to be named the creative director of Balenciaga. Ooh. So he's going to like, what does that mean? He's going to take over it? Take over. And he'll be the head designer of Balenciaga. I think because she's wearing, you know how her, she's always been so close and she's never really stopped doing business with Kanye because she's part owner of Yeezy. And I think this is a whole thing because he's going to take over Balenciaga either her I, can, I don't think that she'd be the creative director. I think people frown upon that because she's not really a fashion designer. But I think that neither is Kanye, but I think he's more credible. Yeah, neither is he. More credibility. But I think either her or Kanye are going to be having a very big role or a stake or they're going to be part owners or they're going to be something with Balenciaga. He's going to be creative director because otherwise she would not be wearing this exclusively every single day. And they're the same exact outfits all the time. It's a spandex. It's a spandex over the boot and the fucking a big furry coat or a big fluffy thing on top of it, cat suits and things like that. So pay, pay attention and mark my words. I do. I have. I have. A, I have a fifth sense and um, I have a sneaking suspicion that something's going on with Balenciaga, Marie, Kanye, Kimberly, and Chris. It's happening. Caitlyn's birthday was yesterday. She turned seventy-two. Did we know? Do we know if Kylie's having a girl or a boy yet? No, but I hope she has a boy. That'd be a nice little family for her. Yeah. Um, I don't know yet, but um, Caitlin celebrated her 72nd birthday and um, everyone couldn't be happier. There's a, there's a police officer here. Probably coming to arrest me for murder. Um, yeah, because you murder Chuckles. 
So wait, did you watch? No, we talked about Chappelle's show, the Chappelle special. There's been a lot of backlash, especially in the trans community, saying that he's anti, he's transphobic. But he also so just comes out and says he's transphobic. Um, and then all the people that work at Netflix said they're boycotting and they're leaving jobs and they're they're leaving um, and quitting or protesting until they take the, the special down because it's anti-trans. I mean. Whatever I don't know how I don't know how to feel about that, but I know that Caitlin is rushing to his defense, um, and she she finds she fancies herself the most famous trans woman in the world, as Page Six has reported, and she's taking sticking um sticking up for Chappelle, saying if we don't let him do this, we're, we're taking away our Fifth Amendment right or whatever the amendment right is of freedom of speech. Um, it's he goes it's a matter of freedom of speech. Like, it's, not, it's not like we, everyone has to agree with it, but he should have the right to say what he wants. So now everyone's hating Caitlyn again. All the trans people hate Caitlyn again because she's not sticking up for them. And saying They've that, been but, hating her. Yeah. Well, yeah. But did, did you watch the special? I watched the special. It's very, it's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not raunchy. It's just, it's, it's extreme. It's extreme. And he's, he, it's, you know, a lot of people could be offended by it. He is breaking down the, the the boundaries that need to be breaking down in the comedy world. It's 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 got everyone's gotten so oversensitized with everything, and no one can say anything without getting canceled and all this stuff. So he went full on balls to the wall, saying this has to well, end. Like old school comedy, like that's how it used to be. And I just feel like he he never you know couldn't conform to that. He was like, I'm still gonna do my thing. Yeah, he didn't hold back, and it did every on every every uh, major. I mean, most of all the comedians are applauding him for finally putting the nail in the coffin saying, fuck this, this has to end. This is comedy. People use com- people when there's bad things in the world or, or things in the world, we use comedy as an escape. And I don't care what subject he was talking about. I just love that he went full on balls to the wall and just fucking did it with no regrets and no no censor. So I don't care what he's talking about, but I love that that he did. The subject matter, I think it could be taboo. And it's like kind of, it was kind of repetitive because all he talked about was trans people the whole time. And LGBTQ people, I think I thought like I think I thought he should have t- like distribute the, the 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 jokes to everyone. I thought it'd be funnier if he like you know talked about all different races and sexual orientations and people and poor and rich and all the other stuff. I thought. Well, he be- talked about whites and blacks a lot and like slaves and shit. Yeah. So I, I liked it, but I, I think I think it could have been more diverse with that. But as far the far the fact that he went there with zero apologies, I think every comedian should have that ability to do that with zero apologies. It's if it's I mean there's there's difference between comedy and uh, hate fueled like rants and things like that. If it's a violent hate, then that's one thing. If it's done for comedy, um, it's and it's not a fine line. It's very obvious what the two are. So uh, I applaud Chappelle for for um, being brave and doing that because he's he's a uh, He's taking back the rights for all, all the young comedians and comedians around the globe. Well, I actually cried during one of his segments when he was talking about Daphne. Oh, and right. yeah, everyone right. always, everyone assumes that, you know, Chappelle is a homophobe and he's, um, what else? What's the word? And, what what do you call it? Trans, transphobe? Transphobic. Yeah, I don't think he is. I don't think either. From that show, I really don't think he is. I feel like he's a supporter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Wait. just a comedian and he makes jokes. I mean, that's, I don't like that's just say it. Homoph- I, don't th- I think they should change the word because homophobic means you're scared of trans people or, or trans people you're scared of. Yeah, like, isn't, scared. isn't a phobia, like, terrified of phobia. You're, you're, a, you're just a fucking closed-minded freak. Yeah, you're an ignorant that's fuck curious. that hates that's not. People. You're not scared. You're just hateful. Agreed. Yeah, they should definitely change that. But um, yeah, I definitely cried in his Daphne segment when yeah. he was talking about her and like how they met, and then she did her stand up, and Stop, and, and then when she Stop. passed away, and then you know everyone was like coming at, after her, and then what she ended up committing suicide, right? Correct. So if you haven't watched the Chappelle special, go on um, Netflix while it's still up, and sound off in the comments below about what you think about it. But it's you know it's 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 taboo, but I liked it. Um, did you see the game's Instagram picture with his peach kegel hanging out? No. Well, I did, and you're going to like what you see, ladies. Head on over to the Los Angeles Confidential, the game. He's the rapper. Um, I always thought he was so hot. Um, he's put another picture of he's wearing skinny, uh, like, like uh, leggings or tights, and his whole huge peach kegel hanging down to his knee is showing. You were going to like what you see. Run, don't walk over there right now and to get your, to wet your whistle with a big peach kegel. Just kick off the weekend.
now for the big stories. Um, Zane Malik is in a little trouble. He apparently he apparently hit Yolanda Hadid, Gigi Hadid's mother, his mother-in-law. Well, they're not married. He didn't hit her. He shoved her into a dresser. Okay, let me read what I have. This is an exclusive that um, Sissy sent this over this morning to me. For she did the first yeah. report. Zayn Marie Malik said Thursday said Thursday his dispute with Yolanda Hadid was a private matter, but we've learned that it actually came a public matter as Zayn was in, was charged with crimes against Gigi and Yolanda Marie um, that ended up in a coping coping a plea. Zayn was charged with four criminal offenses of harassment and although. One official doc says he pled guilty to one. A court official say he actually pled no contest. According to the docs he obtained of Kodakman.com, Zane was at Gigi and Zane's Pennsylvania at home on September 29th and got into a nuclear argument. He allegedly called Yolanda a, quote, fucking Dutch slut and ordered her to, quote, stay away from my fucking daughter. How do you know it's slut and not shit? Because it says slut. Oh, okay. He's... Say And he said, save my fucking daughter, the little daughter, Kaya. He said this, although it's hard to know why. He, and then he said this, the fucking sperm that came out of my fucking cock. He said to the girl, to Yolanda. Ew. He then allegedly shoved her into a dresser, causing mental anguish and physical pain. Zane denies any physical contact. Um, as for the charge she, that he harassed Gigi, according to docs, he screamed at her, strapped some fucking balls and defend your partner against your fucking mother in my house wow this is with direct knowledge what were they fighting over i want to know literally phone call during the exit it says here there was a security guard on hand according to the docs zane screamed get the fuck out of my fucking house copper oh he said that to the cop and then zane tried to fight the cop zane pled no contest harassment He's on 90 days probation for each account, totaling 360 days. He must complete an anger management class, a domestic violence program. And he must have no contact with Yolanda or the security guard. Assuming all conditions are satisfied after six months, the judge can determine probation. As reported, Jane and Gigi broke up around the time of the incident. They share a one-year-old daughter together. We broke it down in the episode. Um, yeah, so I'm assuming that she's being overbearing. Or he thought so. I mean, he seems- Ooh, Yolanda? No, I think he's in the wrong. I think she was probably like, you know, saying- trying to protect the daughter, try to like get intervene, saying, I don't want you around the daughter if you're going to be a crazy fuck like this. And he probably tried to take the daughter away, the, the baby, to go to go bring it to Gigi. And he did what he's like, don't fucking come near my daughter. And she was probably trying to watch out for the baby and Gigi. And he was just like saying, fucking my sperm and my fucking cock, you Dutch slut. Ew. Uh, to the mom? The mothers. To Gigi. I cannot. Sorry, you're under Marie Hadid. Has Gianni ever well, has Gianni ever called your mother a fucking slut? No. He's called my mother. This a is a sin because I really thought they were gonna last forever, but I guess they got some dramas in the house. Who knew he was such a hothead? Maybe that's why he left that little band he was in. Probably. Some other spooky news. Um, Dorit Kens Kemsley from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills had a has scary interaction. Her house was brought, burglarized. While she was in the bed and her children were there at home, and the husband was not home. Oh no, that's a nightmare. Uh, he's from her name, Dorit Kemsley. She's the one with the fancy accent that no one knows where her accent's from. Um, now I don't watch Beverly Hills very much. I mean, I, sometimes I do, but I know who she is. So she was sleeping in her fancy house in California. It was eleven at night. She just got home from somewhere, and her husband's still traveling ab abroad. She has her kids in the house, and she's in bed. She wakes up to two or three men at the foot of her bed with guns. Nope. I'm, I mean, I'm getting, I can't imagine. I mean, I would like to wake up with three men at the foot of my bed with cocks, but not guns. Okay. Sick. Um, so they, 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 they uh, had the guns and then she goes, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. And one of the guys said, fucking kill her. Fucking kill her. So she, Oh my God. They made her go to the Wait, car. Where does she live? She lives in a fancy place in the Beverly Hills. How did they get in? They smashed a window on the deck. No, no. They, the sliding glass door. They smashed the sliding glass door in and just walked in her house and were in her bedroom. Nope. With guns. And then they stole over $100,000 worth of purses and jewelry. So I'm assuming all her, she said, where's your jewelry? She got the jewelry and gave it to them. And then I guess they left and she was left startled. I mean, I don't even know what I would do in that situation. Like, I wouldn't even run, like, I, I would want to run and protect the kids, but I wouldn't want them to know where my kids were. So I would just like, 
Are you what the fuck would you what the fuck would you do? But I just get the shit, give it to them first, right? Yeah, I would give them anything they want and say, just get the hell out. Take whatever you want, get the hell out. Well, get the hell out. <laughs> yeah. Leave. Please leave. I mean, thank that's why that's oh, why that's I, my biggest nightmare. That's why I stay poor because I I have zero of and nothing of value in my house. But I'm ready to fight. Like if someone's trying to kill me and my kids, I will fight you till I die. I'm getting a gun. Is this a, is New York City a carry state? I don't know. No, I shouldn't have a gun with my with my seasonal depression. <laughs> no, that'd be dangerous. Yeah, you'll wait. Did head. we talk about Brian Brian Laundry? He's so hot. Ew, he's not hot. And there's a conspiracy theory that he isn't really dead. Do you tell Snoopy? Snoopy has the exclusive on the story. Well, everyone thinks that their parents are in on it somehow, but they think that they planted someone's body to make it look like Brian's. And Brian is in Mexico living his life. But they have his dental records and they find his skull. So I guess the conspiracy theory is one of the um, the parents friends is like a dentist and they ripped some of Brian's teeth out and left it at the crime scene. But. That's what everyone's saying. They say they fuse it to the skull, but your teeth wouldn't be around the crime scene. They'd be on the skull growing out of your bone structure. I don't know. I mean, I hope he is alive. I don't know, girl. I don't work here. I'm just saying that's the conspiracy theory and everyone thinks he's alive living in Mexico and his parents covered it up. Well, I wouldn't, there's crazier things that can happen, you know? How crazy though, imagine. Who do you think is going to play them in, um, in the movie? The, the documentary Ooh. like Elle Fanning can play that that um that Gabby Petito I could see that the boy would be someone cute that'd be a young not a non unknown an unknown actor so I don't think anyone really looks like him in Hollywood right now maybe like one of those actors from Netflix like you know all those yes. young kids that are in the shows yep. yep that's the one yep yep um and my last story of the night is Halloween you know Michael Myers Yes, Halloween. Well, he's been canceled. Michael Myers is not even a real killer. Well, he's canceled, and so is the franchise because he is homophobic. All the gays, the gays, and the woke fucking adolescent army has come for the movie franchise and Michael Myers, saying he's homophobic, and we are. He is canceled because he killed a gay couple in the new Halloween movie. And everyone's saying he kills uh, everyone. That's what I said. And everyone's saying uh, it's it's so absurd because he's like it would be homophobic if he didn't kill the gay couple. He kills yeah, like he literally kills everybody. Yeah, so I that's where I draw the line and say you know say I'm too old for this shit. No, I love Michael Myers. He he's the best. I I never watched any Halloween movie, but our friend and huge fan of Mama Mama uh, Messy Mama Wine, Kyle Marie Richards, stars in the film. Oh my God, she's so good. And now I'm, I'm seeing that she's getting back into acting because she's promoting um, some Christmas movies that she's in for Hallmark. I love, oh my God, have you watched her watching it? I have been getting cozy, cozy, cozy. And you know how it was like really fancy candles from like, from like, um, like diptyque candles and like um, all these uh, fancy ones, like um, What's the other ones I use? By Rado and like all these fancy candles I always spend. But then I was like, I want fall, fun, kiki scents that remind me of home. And the, the expensive perfumeries don't make those things. So I had to go the right to the source. I went to Bed Bath & Bullshit. I know where to go. Bath & Body Works. And I got kiki fall candles and I've been lighting them in my house. And it smells just they like- They have home. the best fall candles. They smell so fucking fragrant and, and they, they fill the whole house and the hallway. Um, they smell so good. Um, I just run, don't walk over there and get all your holiday candles. I should go during a sale because I spent, they're $25, but they're three wicks and they last forever. I cannot say for holiday scents enough. Like you can't get that in a fancy store. You have to go straight to the source. So shout out to Bath and Body Works. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast, please let us know. Yes. They always have the most amazing smells. And you know, I use their plugins in my house. Plug so in. I use those. Yeah. yeah. So I use those plugs to make my house smell nice and pretty. And yes, they're holiday candles when it comes to fall, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Oh my God. So freaking good. House and you don't even need to light them. You just need to take the top off and it literally smells the house. Yeah, and your house is a mansion and these candles, she has a couple of them around the house and it, it filters through the entire property. It smells so good. Um, it smells so good. Um, I also want to congratulate you, Snoopy, on 
What a beautiful, beautiful launch for your Messy Mama Wine. I received a PR package as well as all the other celebrities in Hollywood. And you did such a nice job with it. I cannot imagine how professional and how real this all is. And I, I am so happy for you. Joey was like, oh, my God, are you poosh? Like, this is so professional. Like, yes, bitch. It has like Messy a little Mama wine. handwritten note. And it was like, and I got two of each and I was so excited. I already drank the white ones and I have the red ones on deck, but I, I'm only, I'm keeping one red one on and I put it on in the business center on my shelf as a trophy. Cause I want to always remind, be reminded to um, never give up on your dreams. And I'm so proud of you for what you've done. Yeah, thanks girl. Make sure you guys go to messymama.com and sign up for all the updates because um, once you sign up for the email, you guys are going to get special offers um, to get the wine because it's releasing November 8th. But if you sign up to the website, you guys can, um, you know, be able to order it soon. And then you get like a free gift with it. Oh, I just can't wait. I feel like everyone's so excited. And I've been drinking all the bottles like a fish and uh-huh. it's just so freaking good. So um, this is a, a tie in for both both things we're promoting. So my show is November 6th, Kiki Cuisine on LoopsLive.com. And I'm be making my patented knock your dick in the dirt. Um, false sangria, and I'm going to be using Messy Mama Chaos Cabernet as the base for my drink so I can show everyone they can order it two days later and they can make the same exact one for their Friendsgiving and Thanksgiving um, tables. Yes, queen. Get it, bitch. Um, we do have a, a city shop update. We do have a VIP event on the 21st in Madison, correct? Are you coming? Everyone's asking me to come. Is it in Madison? I'll come if it's there. Yeah, it's in Madison. So my my VIP event, I just put up for um, you guys to grab the tickets. It's Saturday, November 20th, three days before my birthday. And it's our holiday event. So we're going to have a ton of like cute prizes and goodie bag stuff. And of course, champagne. I'm going to have some samples of Messy Mama there so you guys can try it um, and probably like a discount or like a coupon code for that. And you're going to like what you say it's four time slots and my events are always so freaking fun because yeah. everyone drinks we were there's like a dj well, it was not really a dj but it feels like you're at a club because we're blasting the music and we're drinking and shopping so it literally is the best time ever so if you want to like you know like get an early christmas present or an early holiday gift for one of your friends um grab some tickets now because it's going to be sold out soon and it's just a fun time. And also Madison is beautiful. So you guys, uh-huh. once you come to the store, you can go out to eat in the town. They have beautiful, um, yummy restaurants. And it's just like a really cute town, especially for the holidays. It's going to be like all decorated. So um, you guys are going to like what you say. Should I dress up like Santa and have uh, Crusaders take pictures with me on my lap? Yes. Okay. Um, well, this has totally. been lovely. Um, everyone go out there. Be responsible when you're dressing like a slut with mouse ears on. Um, don't get any ghosties, spook your snurb, and um, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, because Yolanda Hadid's son-in-law hitting everyone out here. Yes, happy Halloween, bitches. Make sure you guys have a good, safe time this weekend, and if there's any Snookies dressing up, make mama proud. Go crazy, black out, and look hot doing it. And get your tickets at looplive.com um, for my key on November 6th. Love you, girl. <laughs> <laughs>